Hi, I'm Peter. And I'm Katmia. Welcome back after a short break to the This and That chat. <laughs> we sound like a radio station. Yes, but when we took to the th- super long... Oh, did we say that when we took a super long break? This is just a week break. Yeah. So last week was crazy. Why exactly? We had just a lot of stress that was carrying over. And then we, we decided we need to just we, yeah. like if, unplug, literally. Yeah. If if we would have recorded an episode last week, it would have sounded like this. <clears throat> Hi. Hi. I can't hear you at all. Can other people hear you? It, it's like, hi. Oh, you're doing the Ross high. Is that what you're doing? Yeah, it's not funny when you have to explain it. Well, people won't understand it. If they watch Friends, they will. That's true. But can we can we look at, I don't know, if to label this irony or what in the actual... Beep bop bitty boo boo. Okay. Mm-hmm. But last week we were like, it's we're so stressed. Let's take the week off and mm-hmm. just like do nothing, right? Yeah. And then I would I would exchange myself with me from last week. And I would say, Oh child, next weekend <sighs> is going to be ten times worse. Yeah. And yet we're recording today. Yeah, but I, I feel like this week we kind of wanted to put stuff out. No? Is that what you want to do? I just feel like talking. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. I mean, look, I feel like one of the things that keeps this pleasant, I think, for both of us is... It's just the fact that we get to talk, right? And we don't have like a list of we need to do all these advertisements for such and such sponsors and we have to talk about this specific thing. It can be that, you know, we just, we don't record one week. We Mm -hmm. do. And sometimes it's therapeutic. I don't feel like it would be enjoyable if it felt forced. Right. So... And it's different for both of us, depending on that week. Like, sometimes it does kind of feel like a little bit of a chore just because I'm a little bit tired. Um, But then once we get into it... Right, it doesn't feel like that. And it goes by quick. Right. Like, we we sit here and we talk to you guys for an hour. Sometimes more, sometimes less. Just depends on kind of how the conversation is going. And to us, it doesn't seem like... It's that long because we spend all day long, all all day long talking to each other, and it just becomes. It, the only difference is we, we're in front of a microphone. Right, right, and you know it's it's interesting because I feel like when you listen to the episode later, you can tell when there's like a a, a shift in mood, mm-hmm. right? Oh yeah, yeah you can sure. tell, right? And so I I don't know, but for me, I think. Maybe some people feel like that's not really how they are in real life, mm-hmm. right? Maybe it's just for the show. But I feel like the 
like how we're feeling on that day, it comes through. Not that we mean to have like a less than epic, Stellar. right? Uh, episode, but sometimes that's just how we're feeling. We're either emotionally stressed, physically tired, whatever it is. And I appreciate the fact that I don't have to be on all the time for Mm -hmm. a show. And that conversation sort of came up this week in class where there's a, there's a girl at my school. She's in not, not in my class. Okay. But every time that she has interacted with us, I feel like I'm at Disney world and you have like the super, High pitched, animated, over the top, over the top person who's talking to you, and I that's promise gotta, you, I feel be... like she's plugging right into me and draining whatever energy I have for me. That has to be exhausting for her. But but what if what if some people never turn off? I mean, I I wonder like is that a thing? Do some people? Not turn off, and I'm saying not because they feel like they have to be on all the time, right? Because clearly that would be one reason. I wonder if some people are just there all the time, that they have never been anything else. I am exhausted thinking about it. <laughs> I, can, I Like, I can't imagine being, like, I'm, I'm a personable person. I have to be because my, my business and... calls, me, calls mm-hmm. for me to be... You know, the face of a company and I've got to be, you know, hey, you know, how are you doing? You know, what is it you need? This is what I suggest. This is how we should do it. This is how much it's going to cost. Like all those things. I've got to be able to to communicate that to people and not be um, like not turn them off because Mm -hmm. then otherwise they're they're not going to want to, you know, have services through my company. Mm -hmm. So um, I, I sometimes find it extremely difficult to um to hide the the exhaustion because sometimes it's it's four o'clock or it's five o'clock in the afternoon and somebody wants to come talk to me about you know their little three foot by eight foot strip of land in the front of the building that they that they own that they want to put you know seventy five oak trees. <laughs> And you're like, uh, no, that doesn't work. But it's exhausting because, you know, they have an idea in their mind, you know, oh, this is what I would like for this to, to look like. But then, you know, a professional comes in and says, hey, hold on a second. That's not going to work. Right. You know, so it's it's exhausting in the in the fact that then you have to try and be creative and move around stuff and all the kind of stuff. And but, you're just at the end of your day and, done. And you're at the end of your day and, and you're done. Mm-hmm. So... I, I can't imagine, like, going an entire day, especially in a job like mine, which is extremely exhausting, to, like, be on all day long. I'd need a midday recharge, I guess. And, I mean, maybe I, I'm only speaking, I'm speaking from no area of expertise, whatever, just my own personality interacting with a a ridiculously polar opposite personality of mine, right? Um, I don't really know if 
some people just live at that level all the time and to them it's fantastic of course other people feel like they have to be on like that all the time mm-hmm. right but how many, I feel how like many... I don't have the energy to care if someone else wants me to hey don't show how you're feeling right now do you understand what I'm saying like I'm sorry that I, can, I can't fit your mold but this is just how I feel right now how many people like that like how many people like that don't know who they really are anymore because they're on all the time? Because we deal with that. We run into people that you never really truly get to know. And then something happens and their true colors come out and you're like, Well, and when, when do Dang. we best see that? In the most stressful situations. I'm saying in true crime. Right. Right. I'm just saying, you have these people who look perfect example. The case that we followed all of last year was, right, Gabby Petito and Brian Laundrie, mm-hmm. right? They had a um, social media channel together. There was this perception of who they were in front of their followers, right? But then people are shocked to find out he killed her. Because there's the TikTok star who's in jail right now for killing his wife. Mm-hmm. There's the guy, um, Chris Watts, who killed his wife. And she was on social media. She had a following and all that stuff. So, I mean, I feel like that when you have when you're an actress or when you're in the public eye, I think it, it is hard to turn yourself off because... And I think you can see this good with like actresses mm-hmm. and actors is you never know when the paparazzi's watching and how they're going to spin that. Yeah, and and sometimes they catch them in, in the most right in most inopportune times and then they say, oh, these people are whatever. Right, right. And it's so. all salacious gossip and all that stuff. But I feel like maybe some people have, like you said, have lost themselves and they don't know how to be off. So, um, so for us, because we are putting ourselves out there all the time, then when we get famous, we can just keep doing the stuff the same way we do it. (laughs) Well, and I think actually that's what may actually be refreshing about our podcast. You know, I think it, it's very curious to me anytime that I see someone uh, cause you know, I have, I have several people I follow on YouTube and the ones that I enjoy the most they are, you can tell that the best that they did was that they put a camera on some sort of a stand, right? And they have good lighting with what they're doing. But sometimes things are just messy and they're just having a conversation right, with you, you know? They're real. And it just feels like, okay, I don't know. I can relate to you more, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, but, you know, even in the show we were watching yesterday with Next Level Chef... One of the contestants there said that a lot of people perceive her as bougie, as extra. And she said, I could not be further from that. Mm-hmm. That really that's, stuck out to me. Yeah, that's the persona that she's pushing out. Right. Because but, but then it's like she just said, nobody really knows me then. Yeah. That's mm. wow. You but, know? Yeah. I Listen, in the last year and a half, two years... We've we've had people in our lives that have shown true colors. And 
and it has caused a lot of hurt. It's caused a lot of pain. And it's it's been like a like an intricate part that keeps popping up in our daily lives, even two years after. And that person's moved on. They're doing whatever they're going to do. They don't care. You know? Um, yeah. I, I just... <clears throat> At, help me. Okay. Uh, well, I was going I, in somewhere else, so I'm. I know like, the the thing is, it's like it's like I, it's like wanting to spill out. Well, something happened this week that I feel like it kind of relates to what you're saying. Okay, um, there was I was trying to do like an adjustment to uh, an article of clothing, trying to sort of tuck it in a little bit to give it a little bit more shape, and in order to do that, I had to undo the seam. Right. And you don't just start pulling at the seam and just tearing it open. Right. There's a special tool that helps you go in there and you have to pull out thread by thread until you open up the space that you want to open up. It's tedious. It's, you know, labor intensive. But when you do it, you haven't damaged anything else in the fabric. Right. And as I'm sitting there doing that, all of a sudden, I think about this entire situation that you talked about, and I thought about exactly what you said. This, like you said, this intricate thing that's happening where it pops up and you know it goes away, and then it pops up, and then it's like you think just when you think you're over it and you're past it, all of a sudden here it is again, right? And as I'm sitting there doing that, I was thinking. We're literally, and I know how much you hate deconstructed food, you're deconstructing a all this thing that you built in your life intertwined with these people that took years and years and years to build, right? And there's like this very tight pattern of threads that is holding all of this stuff together. And now you're literally pulling all of this. It's not just broken and it's over, right? In order for you to rebuild, it's sort of, you're in like disentangling yourself from all of this thing that was built up. Right. You're, you know, you're, you're weaving yourself back out the way you came in. A kind of, kind of, whichever way, you know, and, but that's because, why it's. Because it would cause so much more to just cut it off. That that's the to thing. retain your integrity. Yeah, that's the thing that that frustrates me the most with this whole thing. Um, we won't go into details because that's not what we're trying to do here. But like, like someone betrayed us in in such a way that um, it has caused us to um, question our choices for friendships. And I think that that's that like that was something that was really difficult for me. Like when we first started, um, hold on, let me go back just a little bit more. So my 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 dad taught me always growing up that you have acquaintances, not friends, um, as a protective mindset because he got hurt, right? By a friend. 
by our I'm friend. I'm assuming. Right. All right. So there's the mindset that you kind of create. And I always was like trying to break that mold just enough. I, I, I It was really ingrained. So it was really against my better nature because of, of how I was taught. So it took work for me to break out of that. And I would say, what, like five or six years ago, I really kind of broke out of that shell. Fully. And yeah, fully. Because it's been, it's way yeah, it's much been a longer very, right, process. Right, it's a longer process. Right. But like five or six years ago, like I broke out of that shell completely and fully. And this person um, became a dear friend. His family became dear to us. Um, kept me a, was a dear friend. Uh, eventually they worked together. Like there was a relationship there that was much, much um, closer than your average relationship. And we always thought that they had our better interest in mind. And when we had a situation that caused some stress to our family, that we needed friends at that time to stand by us and stand with us, they chose to essentially cut us off. Am I, I mean, am I on the nose a little bit? I mean, <laughs> in a very... I feel it. Okay, so I feel the the people who know will know. I understand, and, and I don't. I don't yeah. know. I don't know that. Like, I'm not trying to air the laundry out. I'm trying to get to a point, but I like. I want there to be an understanding of the hurt that was created in it. Yeah. Um. You know, so much so that there was, you know, it's it's a deep cut that when we thought we had gone through it, reared its ugly head again. And just opened up the wound because it was it was almost like we had a piece of tape that was holding the wound together. So it was never mended well. And in the last few weeks, last month or so, it's popped back up in different forms. And a lot of new feelings have come out because of it. And something happened this week that we felt created a uh, um, almost a little bit of an excitement in us because we were almost like justified in you know the situation but then you quickly lose that and it and it doesn't um, it, it doesn't feel good it doesn't feel good at all and you know there was there's a lot of emotion that was attached to this and yesterday we we went for um you know we we uh we went to go get some some new tattoos um that we wanted to get and um i had i had felt that what i wanted to get was going to be something that was going to be meaningful to me as a reminder of that situation um and it didn't quite turn out the way I wanted it. It was um, not a bad tattoo. It was tattooed very well. So uh, it's not like I have a botched job on my arm. 
but um, it, the vision of it didn't match my vision. And what I felt leaving the the shop yesterday was I, I was angry. I felt rage. I was extremely, like, I mean, kept me out, can jump in. And, and I think she's just letting me talk now. But, um, like, I, I, like, I felt the pain because it didn't fit what I wanted it to be. And at the end, it ended up being ironic and exactly what it needed to be. It was, a, I'm, I'm going to use nice words because I was upset yesterday, so the words weren't very nice, but it, it was a screwed up situation that came from a screwed up situation. And now I have something that's going to remind me that what it was. And at the end of it, it's, it's, it just sucks to feel like that. It sucks to get pulled away from what you considered family and just to be stomped on and then see them just move on and do stuff like nothing, like if it did nothing to them, that, that stings. It stings and it's caused, it's called, it, it's caused rifts in my marriage like to whom? Um, to that other lady. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, cause very nice, very Thank nice. You. How you broke the you. Uh, <laughs> the tension? Because I was going, I was going. My soapbox was like shaking. Um. No, but it like like kept me and I like we had to come to a realization that hey, hold on a second, we're not against each other. So let's uh, let's let's look at let's look at where we're at, you know, before we we continue to, um, you know, to to bring these emotions up. Anyways, I I I'm at a loss for words because I don't share emotion very well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know why I shared it here. I think I feel safe behind the mic. Yes, that makes sense. Yeah, even though I'm sharing it to our bazillion followers. Bazillion minus, yeah. To everyone who's listening. Yeah. And if it gets to the ears that it gets to, then let it be. But it just sucks because, like, like damn, we it, it's so, there's so little time for us especially now where you're going to school full time the business is picking up there's I'm going into tree trimming season there's so much that's going on and then we have this little pocket of time that we can spend and you know like Camille was saying if she could you know talk to herself back last weekend and say oh you have no idea what's coming it's because we have spent the last couple of days and this is what it's been it's been stressful, not only because of school and work and, you know, um, Nikki moving up to Orlando and Mike, you know, moving the this weekend. Like, there's so much other stuff that's going on all at the same time that then it causes you to, like, just lose focus of the 20 minutes that you have together, 30 minutes that you have together. 
because it, that's just what comes up in a conversation. And I'm, I'm, I'm upset about it because I'm tired of it being so important in our lives. Right. But so some, some um, observations and self-reflections that I have done in the same time, right? is it's a permanent scar that we are going to have, okay? And it isn't one of those scars that is going to blend away with the skin and you're never going to see it again. I feel like it's just always going to be on us because it drastically altered both of us in many, many, many ways. Mm -hmm. I don't even know... If there is a going back to what X, you know, whatever, whatever that spot was before, uh, nor do I think that I would want to. Okay. These are things that I've reflected on myself, which sucks because then at the conclusion of it, what you learn is that sometimes really horrible situations bring you to a better place personally, mentally. But you got to go through them. But, but it, it's going to take something from you, mm-hmm. right? And so it's one of those where it's the perfect example of being refined by fire, right? And it sounds really, really cool, right? Okay, you're going to apply pressure, pressure on this piece of coal until it becomes a diamond, Right? And then diamonds are selling for millions and millions of dollars. But, and everybody, see, that's the thing. It's like you, everybody wants to get to that better me, right? The me that has grown, the me that's a diamond and all this stuff. But then when you present the situation and you say, yeah, but it, this is going to press you to the point of breaking you. Nobody, not even me, grateful for it now, would say, yes, yeah, put me through that. No, right? It's only after you see where you've grown from that you can appreciate the process that you've been through, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's, I, I feel like that's a contradiction too because as much as I'm grateful for the me that has emerged from this, right? I still would not choose this, but also, you don't, I wouldn't choose to stay there either. So that's the contradiction because you mm-hmm. have to pick one or the other, right? You can't have both. Um, the other thing that I have assessed is that th- the pain that it causes, the, the closer we are to the pain, the more um, severe the wound is, right? If the further you move away from it, then it, it's like it doesn't look as bad as you first thought that it was, right? So at the end result, yes, we experience betrayal. Yes, we experience a, a dying off of a relationship that could be equated to, to a cutoff, right? A, a forgetting of, right, of us, Um but I know that 
that these were not the intentions that were set out. I feel like what we got to experience is the bad side that we are all capable of. It's just this time it got played towards us, you know? And you would think I would never play my bad side towards a friend. I would I would do everything to protect that person from that. And yet, I mean, that's why it hurts. That's why it's so extreme. That's why it's been such a long time and there's still this pain from it. And then to tie it all up into a very nice bow, when you don't have closure with something, when you're not able to put it to rest because it, it, it's still alive, then you're supposed to heal up without ever going to the hospital, which think about it. That isn't something that we had a chance to do. We didn't have a chance to go and sit with someone who was going to help us work through that. We had to. We started. Well, but we, it we, never got there. I know. It but never, because we were dealing with started. family stuff. I know. You know. But so. it, it started, right? And ironically, he put a stop to it. How you like that? <laughs> yeah, insane. I just it, it it really it really shows me that um it's hard. It's it's hard to navigate the the um it's hard to navigate the things that we value in the current time that you're in. Does that make sense? I mean, I, let me try and rephrase it because in my mind I was still trying to put it okay. together. So, like, we thought that there was something valuable. So we tried to preserve it. And we did everything that we could do to preserve it. Everything that we could possibly do to preserve it. And at the end, there was no saving it. Because it was fake. Or it wasn't reciprocated to that level. That's where I feel like you and I have are, and I feel like we've said this to each other anyway. I don't, I don't know if we've ever said this on the chat, but we are at, in different places at different times. I think that's what made it harder for us to deal with this in a together because we weren't together in those places. Yeah, you know? our speed our speed of closure, our speed right. of healing has been different. We so, met a couple times, though. Right, but I'm saying... And that's where we thought, we're like, oh. Yeah, okay. exactly. <laughs> you know, so where I have dissected a situation, analyzed it, and gotten to a conclusion, right? You're still at, like the raw end of that, right? And then on other things that you're kind of like, I'm not even thinking about it, I'm over it, that's still a very raw pain for me, you know? So I feel like we've definitely, well, whatever we have failed in, we have definitely been good about 
like take your time. Mm-hmm. You know, you take your time. No, but we have neither. Neither of us have said to the other, "Oh, you should yeah, get, get over get it." Get over or, it. Let's go. Or <laughs> Catch oh, up. no, no. You know, like I'm already over it. You know, nothing. It has been move at your own pace. And while that has been good, it has also been frustrating. It has right that's because where it because has we want riffs. Yeah, we we want to sit together. But and and I think that also like even our own perception of the events that happened has affected the way that we are processing this because while you may be looking at point A and B, I'm looking at it from point C and D. You know, and mm-hmm. to me that's way more important than A and B, but to you it's the other way, right. you know? So it's it's all of these things where I think when you have a relationship and and it look that's exactly what it was a relationship right you see it in the movies uh the girl or the guy is like a hundred percent in no fear of commitment i'm here i've got your back you know join me and then you've got the other person who is like yeah, I love you, but I'm also pursuing my career, right? And then you always see this where they get to this point where the one person chooses something else over that person, even if it's their fear, right? And they run away. And then this is the part of the movie where they are apart and you they're broken up and you're like oh my god and then what happens one person drives to the other person's place and then they're like never they mind pull out the stereo and they put it over their head i choose you i choose you i choose you right you had me right? at hello right and then it ends happy but they went through all that mess mm-hmm. to get there right that's essentially what we experienced was we were 100% into the relationship, right? When it it got tested, the other person was not as invested as we wanted them to be. That's, to me, I feel like that's been the thing that has helped me sort of like package up these little things and put them away is realizing that, while you could have asked them, are you invested in the relationship? And they would have answered, 100% I'm invested. Their idea of investment was nowhere close to what ours was. And so that's where we meet. And it's like, oh, but I thought like you'd fight for us. And you're like, oh, you didn't ask. And then it's like, But if you cared, you wouldn't have to ask, right? Mm -hmm. And this is where you miss each other, where they could say, yeah, I'm invested. But all of a sudden you realize, wait, it, it, it wasn't at my level. And that is what is, I think, the disappointing, you know, factor in all of this is that you thought... You were on the same page. You thought you both wanted the same things. You thought all of this stuff. And then when the time came that you said, hey, I've got 
this person watching my back, they're like, oh, yeah, no, I don't. And then it feels like your entire world is a lie, like the rug has been ripped out from underneath you. And that's why, think about it, right? That's why the pain is more on our side. While the other person, and this is any person, any person then being that other person, would be able to walk away from the situation. Because they're, like, ob- they're oblivious to it. Right, like, oh, oh, you thought I, I oh, oh, yeah, I didn't know you wanted me to do that. Yeah, so, no, no, no. You know? And every married couple has experienced this because there's times where I really, really like, oh, Peter's going to do something so romantic. He's going to be like holding out his arm and saying, come here, I want to hug you because you're holding out your arm and I'm imagining this, right? And I'm walking towards you like, he wants to hug me. And then you're like, no, the pen give me the pen and you're like how did he not read the situation every couple has these moments you know but you work through them and it it isn't i don't know i feel like it's expected that's the thing the other thing is that the reason why I feel like betrayal hurts so much is because it comes from those that you don't expect it. Right now, you could have a random person at school go and make a random rumor about me and start something. I have zero connection to that person. Right. right? There's nothing invested. Nothing. And that is not a betrayal. I don't even know you. You know? But then if that comes from someone I trust and someone that I I have their back 100%, you have my back, right? And then it's like, no. I That's where it's, that's where you question everything. You question, do I not have good um, intuition when you're reading people? Did I make bad choices and who I opened myself up to? Did I make myself too vulnerable? All of it's it's such a natural thing to see yourself close up afterwards because you're trying to protect yourself that it makes sense that something that was so um so and on such a grand scale to happen to you would take such a long time for it to repair itself to Whatever the new you is going to be, you know, the, and, and where we want to be is not closed, right? I, that's, I, that's not the final resting place I want for myself. No, I, I, like, I don't want that either, but I feel like we kind of need to be there. Right. And, and I have accepted, that's another thing. I have accepted that it's okay to be where we are right now. And that does not mean this is forever. And if it is forever, like I'm looking way too far ahead, I just need to be in the right now. And for right now, that's what is needed for us. Is it possible that at some point we are going to look back and say, remember when we thought we couldn't trust again? Remember when we thought we would never open ourselves up again? And we have, and it's good. We can be there, you know. I'm not making anything happen one way or the other. I'm just allowing 
whatever the process is to just yeah whatever comes out of it comes out of it correct you know and i mean i don't know but i think that in the end we can be better people for it i think so it just we're just not there yet yeah we're not there yet yeah you know anyways maybe we should end with some some fun stuff why this is one of the listen i am positively sure you sort of hinted at this some episodes ago i did and i'm so sure that at least one listener somewhere has been wait wait they something happened are they gonna say what happened and we didn't say what happened and someone somewhere is listening to this someone somewhere has experienced betrayal and they have experienced the pain that comes with it the super long healing process after and they have they are who they are because of it right our experiences make us Mm -hmm. who we are um so i know that that is something that's very relatable uh sadly right to a lot of people it's almost more commonplace than than not which is sad yeah which is very sad and you feel like i'm going to be prepared that's never going to happen to me again it can it can and the next time that it happens unfortunately it's going to be from again another person that you did not see it coming from you know but um, I feel like it's been bubbling up in you and you have needed to sort of exercise that out of you. Yeah. I'm still working through it. Of course. But I'm saying I feel like it's something that you have kept to yourself rather than speaking about it on the chat. You, you have kept that private. And it but has I think reached because, the point where... Well, this weekend... Right. So, anyways, we we wanted to unplug so much so last weekend, and that's and prob- what did we do last weekend? And that's probably that's probably why um, we survived this week, just because of the fact that we were able to, you know, unplug and um, we unplugged so much that we went back to the 14th century. Oh my god. When when you know what can you were you doing on your let phone. Me at no, least. no, 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 no. When you can know you what you were doing. Can you not let me have this? Wow. Just no. laugh. Even if it's fake, let's try it again. We wanted to unplug so much that we went as far back as the fourteenth century. That's your cue. That's th- you get a smile. That's all you get. Barely a smile. <laughs> nope. No? Yeah. Is that what you were doing on your phone? Yes, I was looking. I wanted to make sure. Oh, my gosh. So I look over at you, and I see you on your phone, and I'm like, we're in the middle of a very, and you have a habit of doing this. When we're having a very important conversation that you started, and then I look over, and you're like, already, blah, 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 somewhere else, and it's like, hello, now you got me going. And you've moved on. And I look over and I'm like, what are you doing on your phone? Like, are you answering a message right now when we're doing this in the middle of such an important conversation? And then I see now 
that there's no possible way you could have known that. That's horrible. <laughs> but but it's a true. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> Wait, so where? We, what happened in the 14th century, so Peter? I'm going there. Oh, I'm me, sorry. Goodness gracious. Okay. So we went to the Renaissance Fair that we hadn't been to for a very long time. It has been years. Yes. Since we have been. Um, About 10, maybe 11 years. Has it been that long? Oh, it's been that yeah. long. Maybe more. So we went back and we had a great time. It was so much fun. We got to see some really cool shows. Um, one of the shows that was there, um, what was their name again? Something. Kamikaze Fireflies. Kamikaze Fireflies. They were on America's Got Talent. Uh, and they went to the live shows. So we got to see um, their act in person. And it was by far an amazing, like, it was such a superior show to what was expected. Expected, mm-hmm. And we enjoyed it so, so much. Um, and then we also saw another show with a guy who, the show was supposed to be, he, it was supposed to be an, uh, the guy not, not uttering any words. Mm-hmm. It was all, only supposed to be like by whistles and, you know, that kind grunts. of stuff. Grunts and whatever. Rhymes. What? Go ahead. I'm just <laughs> helping you. So, um, <laughs> and it ended up taking a little bit of a funny turn because uh, there was a heckler in the crowd who caused him to break out of his character and... I think pretty much put him in his place and it was hilarious because he kept on pointing back to it and it just it was just such a good it was a good time we had we saw some crazy costumes stuff that like we saw nudity well that's the renaissance fair for you I mean but was it really well no I think I think it's it's there's an interpretation of it now but I wonder if it really was like, what if we know. could be transported to that time frame right now, and we walk around and we're like, "Why are so many people naked?" Yeah, and, and then we would be shocked. And I the, the, listen, there's no other way of saying this, but some of the ladies, the way that they were dressed, I can only imagine that they tied their corsets to the back of the vehicle and had somebody drive one way <laughs> while they were holding on to a tree at the other. I because found out today. I found out this week that women tape their breast together with tape. Okay. <laughs> and the tape goes over your shoulder to give you a lift to keep everything together. All of that. Well, there can were- I just say that I'm I'm like hugely against bras. Okay. Because they are so uncomfortable and a pain to wear. I can't even imagine tape, bra, corset, spillage. In the heat of South Florida all day long. You know, like, and and it's not like, yeah, it's open at the top. But the dress at the bottom is thick. I mean, they're they're walking and they're dragging this thing around all day long. And 
it was, yeah, it was just really, really, really interesting. So, but there was one thing that Kevin and I had always been curious about. And they had a show for it. And we decided that we were going to go. Oh, my God. I what? can't believe it. You're going to talk about the show. Yes. So we see that there is a hypnotist at 1 o'clock. And we're like, all right, we got to go to this thing. We got to see. We got to see. How it works. How it works. Oh, because th- neither of us believe. This whole thing is going to tie into the beginning. Huh? This whole oh, thing okay. is going to tie into the beginning. Okay. All right. So we go and we, we get there and Katmia is like, we should volunteer. I immediately am like, nope. I'm, I'm glad we didn't volunteer. Yes. After watching the show. Oh. Yeah. So I was like, nope, this is not going to happen. This is, I, I don't, I don't believe it. Okay. Right? Tell me now that we're safe here. Why didn't you want to volunteer? Were you secretly scared that they would actually hypnotize you no. and then you would act like a fool and make a fool of yourself in front of people? No, I was not trusting of myself to not make a fool of him. But you could have blamed it on hypnosis. No, because then I wouldn't have been following his instructions. Oh, oh, yeah, but they fixed that because they said whoever isn't hypnotized needs to walk off the stage. Yeah, I know, but I would have made a fool out of him before just because it was, he he wasn't very good, first of all. He wasn't, his showmanship sucked, but um, so while we were going back and forth, this onslaught of ladies gets on stage. It was not one guy that um, volunteered for it. And he starts going into the, you know, now you're going to feel sleepy and, and you know, all this kind of stuff that he was going. And um, all of a sudden he's like, and now you're going to sleep. And there was a group of three young ladies who were flipping and flopping on the stage. Like if they were on puppet strings, it was hilarious to me. Because you could tell that they were faking the entire time. But the desire to be front and center and part of the show, right, created these fake situations for them, right? And then, to top it off, one of the older ladies kept on looking over, right, and she's seeing what they're doing and that they're getting the the main showtime and she starts flipping and flopping herself so that she can get some attention and the hypnotist guy just kept on going back and saying, No, I'm gonna just put you right back to sleep. And and he would she'd have to play dead again or whatever she was doing, right? So um when he finally calls up the stars of the show, right? The ones that were like hypnotized or whatever. Um, and he asked, oh, what is your profession? The the girl, without hesitation, oh, I'm an actress. And I'm like, welcome to your stage. <laughs> you did exactly, you did exactly that. You acted for the last 20 minutes. 
And I know, so I know, I know that there's one person out there who is saying, well, how can you judge if they were hypnotized or not, right? It's because all of them, all of them kept opening their eyes, mm-hmm. peeking around, and closing their eyes again. Yep. Which is a clear violation of what he said would happen because you would not awake until he counted backwards. So... I mean, you had this theory that of all the people there, there was going to be like one person who was set up. After watching that, none of those people were set up. He baited them into exactly what the show's meant to be, which is you want, you volunteer to be on stage. Yeah, come make a fool of yourself. Exactly. I'm just going to tell you what to do because then there was even one girl who would be given instructions and it was like perfectly following them to a T. And when he would move away, she would like peek her eyes and it's like, Oh no, he's looking <laughs> at me. Close your eyes again. Right. And it's like, oh, okay. Such a terrible show. That is the worst show. Yeah. You have to think that they must have either a contract with the fair to be there for however long or what is his deal. No, and okay? then, and then the Irish dancers were coming on that same stage Right after the right after the show was over, and he noticed that I guess his time was running out, so he quickly like snapped his fingers and everyone came out. You know, it was like not like immediately, like there was oh you're fine, ding ding, like everything was back. And uh, and then the girls, there was a group of them that were like friends all together, and they were right in front of us. And the one girl's like, oh my goodness, I didn't, I can't remember anything. I felt like I was like in such a deep sleep, and I, it's incredible. And she was like, it just compounding she, on top of listen, her lie that everyone that could she see. Even came over to say her lie. Why would you even do that? Yeah. It almost makes you like a fool on top of a fool. You acted <laughs> like a fool, and now you're over there believing that. We believed your lie? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. It was a terrible show. If anyone from the Renaissance Fair is listening, <laughs> that is a terrible yeah, show. It, it, need, it needs it. to go. At least make it funny or something. Right? At least engage the crowd. Well, I don't know. That just goes to show you the length that people will go to to be liked. Well, to and to have in. your 15 minutes of fame. Yeah. So, with us, you're going to get what you're going to get. Today, we have to talk about some serious stuff. I felt like it needed to come off our chest. Off my chest. Uh-huh. I, I apologize. You oh, right my there? goodness. I'm sorry. We yawn in the middle of I'm our I'm so our sorry. Thing. I usually right? hold those back. Yep. We just... And we, I could not. You have gotten the most real podcast out there. This is it. So, if... You think it's worth listening to? Tell somebody else so that they can listen to it too. Be a friend. Be a friend, and share it. And we will see you next week. And next we... week is going to be what? Because this is hello March to everybody. Yeah. Wow. It is already. March. Yep. And next weekend we we move Nikki up to Orlando. Oh yeah. So next weekend we are not going to be in town. We are not. We may, we may. We'll, we'll try and get a recording. We'll try it, yes. But we may not. 
Because um, we are leaving on Saturday. Yes. And uh, I'm actually leaving in a couple hours to drive up to Orlando to help our son move up, move over to the apartment where my daughter's going to move into next weekend. Yep. Um, so two weekends in a row, long drives, lots of work, lots of stuff that we're doing. But and then I'm, before you know it, it's going to be April. Yeah. Crazy. And you have finals this week for physics. Don't remind me. Yeah. So we might see you next week. We might not. But if we don't, I promise that we'll have some good stories for you on the next one. Yes? Yes. All right. See you guys next time. Bye now. Bye.